0: Welcome to AudioPie's English Literature and Language Show. You can dip into huge chunks of over 19 series for free and learn on the go. Happy listening, everyone. But just at this moment, Napoleon stood up and casting a peculiar sidelong look at Snowball, uttered a high-pitched whimper of a kind no one had ever heard him utter before.
1: Hello and welcome to this edition of AudioPie's podcast on Animal Farm. We're now going to take a close look at some of the key characters in the book, starting off with those greedy, power-hungry brutes, the pigs. If you've listened to our podcast on context, you will know that Orwell based his book on real historical characters.
0: And what's important with the pigs is that they contain very human traits. Orwell wanted us to reflect on the negative qualities like greed that they had. But why is it so important for us to consider character within the novel, and how important are characters to the understanding of the book?
1: The exam boards expect you to have an understanding of the key characters and their motivations, as this is what aids to move the plot along. We love characters, and authors want us to feel emotions alongside them – Orwell uses particular words and phrases to direct the way we should be thinking about the characters. We should all feel emotional when Boxer gets carted off to the glue factory. We also learn to hate characters. Napoleon is the villain of the book. In terms of revision, as you're reading Animal Farm, it is preferable to take notes as you read. Look out for subtle hints like mood changes and personality insights. Try to build yourself up a bank of key quotations for each character.
0: There's three elements I like to notice about characters. I look at the things they say, the emotions that they feel, and their physical description. It's also important to look at other characters' relationship with them. For a character like Napoleon, the way that the other animals react towards him gives you a sense of how fearsome a leader he was.
1: Certainly. Let's go through the characters in a little more detail now, starting off with Napoleon.
0: Gentlemen, concluded Napoleon, I will give you the same toast as before, but in a different form. Fill your glasses to the brim. Gentlemen, here is my toast to the prosperity of the manor farm.
1: Napoleon is quite a smart and clever pig, He's clever because he doesn't take part in the first rebellion. He only gets involved when it has taken place, and then he makes himself leader. The first physical description that we have of Napoleon is that he is a rather fierce-looking Berkshire boar. He is the only Berkshire pig on the farm, which puts him into a position of uniqueness, meaning that the other animals respect him. He doesn't talk very much at first, but we already hear in Chapter 2 that he has a reputation for getting his own way.
0: And this determination to get his own way doesn't take long before it accelerates into violence and brutality. Napoleon operates through cruelty and treachery. A good example of this is when he takes the puppies and the reader doesn't find out what happens to them until they appear fully grown to chase Snowball off the farm in an incredibly frightening scene. There was a terrible baying outside. And nine enormous dogs wearing brass-studded collars came bounding into the barn. Take his little private army. When Napoleon takes nine puppies from their parents and begins raising them himself, no one knows why. Until the dogs suddenly appear, fully grown, to chase Snowball off the farm. What do these dogs do? They wagged their tails to him in the same way as the other dogs had used to do to Mr. Jones. Napoleon may not have as many ideas as Snowball, but he's got enough of them.
1: And Old Major, who came before Napoleon, I'm going to talk a little bit about him because he started off the revolution. Old Major is idealistic and a dreamer. In terms of the Russian Revolution, he is supposed to represent Karl Marx, who was the father of communism. He believed in everyone being equal. And if you closely analyse the speech in Chapter 1, which is the only place where Major appears before he dies, you can see that the language used is very persuasive and shows many words that point to his idealistic nature.
0: And then, of course, you get the other pigs, Snowball and Squealer. I find Snowball a very interesting character, as he is really the spokesperson for the pigs, isn't he? He tries to present the animals with all the lies as truths.
1: That's right. There's a key quotation from the book that talks about Squealer being able to turn black into white, and that's what you must watch out for, the way he whisks his tail and serves the spokesperson for Napoleon. He is the minister for propaganda.
0: And finally, in this podcast, we will be talking about Snowball, the pig who got away. At the start of the book, Snowball is the one who thinks like old Major, who also dreams of the green and pleasant land that the animals could have. He is the one who teaches the animals to read. He does have his faults, setting up all the various committees, and is a key player in believing that the pig should have all the milk. Snowball and Napoleon end up falling out over the windmill, and he gets chased off the farm by Napoleon's private army of dogs.
1: A rather dramatic end to Snowball then, wasn't it? Join us for the next podcast, where we'll be looking at the other major characters down on the farm
0: we hope you enjoyed the episode don't forget to search for and listen to the next episode in the series to build your topic knowledge Hit the Acast Plus link in the show description to become a premium supporter and unlock access to every episode in every series for as long as you need. We also make GCSE and A-level content for history, RE, sociology and psychology. Happy listening, everyone.